0: How about the hands of the big fella? Play
1: action. We'll start this drive, and so will the set. And it's Big Damon Harrison coming through. Now, oh, Proctor's in trouble. Gonna get hit. Balls on the ground. It is
2: free, and the Lions have got it. Detroit football at the 29-yard line.
0: For a preview podcast, let us hear. But I'm, I'm not going to complain about it. It's the Detroit Lions, Kansas City Chiefs, lot preview special. The Seahome Boys will be in attendance. Uh, I haven't been this excited about a Lions game perhaps since when uh, Charlie Brown and I went to the Monday Night game against the Bears. Lions were also undefeated at that point too. So got a little uh, good karma going for this one in terms of that. Uh, Just couldn't be more excited. Matt Patricia said, if you love football, there's nowhere else that you want to be on earth than in in Ford Field at 1 p.m. So, I mean, the Lions have pulled out two wins the last two weeks against pretty good opponents, and I'm ready to watch this team go. Lee, where's your – Heart rate at going into this weekend.
2: I'm, I, I pace myself, man. Like with the with the Vegas trip, I, I don't feel excited until I'm in the airport. I'm I, I'm one of those types of guys. So I'm going through my routines, man. I'm not, I'm having a normal week, but I know I'm not worried. I don't even need to set an alarm. I'm gonna be up Sunday morning. I'm gonna be up Sunday morning, and you
0: should set an alarm still. And you should still do we that. gonna <laughs> see
2: because I'm gonna be up. I'm gonna be drinking <laughs> Joe while you guys are all all glossy eyed getting packed into the minivan, I'm gonna be drinking Joe. Okay? So here's what I gotta say, man. Just like you said, Clep, re- reference that Lions preview pod. Reference what we said in that Lions preview pod. The Lions are 2-0 and 1. They're undefeated and we're going into the, we're going into this game. We had these tickets. We've had these tickets for a minute. I I couldn't be happier about the position that this team is in going into this game. And I'm psyched, man. I'm psyched.
0: Tommy, why don't you just bring us down? Why don't you just be, be a fun sponge and ruin everything?
1: At first, you know, as someone who has been on the other side of, of, this, of this line from, from the preseason into now, I, I'd, like to, I'd like to apologize for, to you guys for not, uh, not giving the Lions their, their proper due to a certain extent and, and not giving them credit as being the frisky opponent with maybe one of the higher floors in the NFL uh, in terms of, you know, maybe the more meddling teams. Not saying that they're meddling, but, you know, this is a team that is going to be in a lot of games that they play due to the, how hard they play. And really, I think, you know, Matt Stafford has, has been that guy for the most part on offense this year. That being said, that being said, I, I'm not, the Lions have inspired no confidence in me Really, through through the ways that they've won this year, uh, you know that, that could be a conversation for another day. Uh, and I think that that is going to come to fruition this Sunday against Kansas City, against a team that I think is unprecedented offensively with Patrick Mahomes. I think they're better coached. And I think the only way that the Lions can win this game is through successfully running the ball with carry-on and Stafford just letting it sling. And, and them trying... Cause, as I was saying to Lee and, and other people I've talked to, other Lions aficionados, you have to, uh, you know, grant and assume that the Chiefs are going to put up 30 points. I think, you know, and, and Klepp, you liked a tweet that I saw that they they haven't scored under 26 points in, in Patrick Mahomes' tenure, and I see no reason for that to stop this weekend in his first making his debut in a dome. He's never played in a dome, which you would like to think is going to be advantageous for that that downfield attack and all the speed that they have. So. To be quite honest, I'm quite bullish on the Chiefs to really bring the Lions back down to earth this week, and I see the Lions' only chance at winning uh, with six, you know success in the ground game and really Stafford winging it and doing his best to, best to keep up with them, and, and I think they could have a chance if that's all successful.
0: Well, referencing that tweet, Tommy, that that was I like that because I wanted to reference it on the on the podcast. My my clep key to the game here is the Lions holding the Chiefs to under 26 points. I think if you do that, that this is very much uh, a game that the Lions will win. The Chiefs are giving up a league high, uh, six yards per carry on defense. Uh, I think this could be a big game for Carry on the game where he kind of gets his on the ground. Uh, I think over 100 yards is definitely possible, especially with the way that the interior line has been playing. The Lions finally, for me, at least through three weeks, you, you always see these NFL teams kind of develop at least one lineman on their own that just can be plugged in and, and play decently. And Joe Dahl has done that, and he has not been an eyesore on that interior offensive line. Graham Glasgow and Frank Ragnar are, are above-average players on the interior, and Joe Dahl has more than held his own, which has been really nice to see. Uh, Taylor Decker started the year off with that back injury, and I think that his week one performance was just an abnormality. He sat out week two and looked a lot better last week against Brandon Graham. I mean, the Lions offensive line hasn't given up a sack in two weeks. You could say a lot of that at Stafford getting the ball out a little bit quicker, but that's still a huge accomplishment uh, in my mind. And while they haven't quite gotten that, that push maybe that I would like to see more on, on running games and not exactly blowing people off the ball Uh, They they still have been a really good unit in the one that Bob Quinn kind of finally envisioned. So I think the Lions can absolutely be frisky in this game, and especially their secondary has played really well, which has been one of my biggest surprises of the year, is that the defense has kind of been carried by their good secondary play as opposed to a dominant defensive line and, and the linebackers getting after it with the blitz. So. Jared Davis is, is back. He's not fully healthy yet, but he definitely was a, a factor in the Eagles game. He forced a fumble and made a few explosive plays that we've seen him make over the, his first two years in Detroit. So I think there's a lot of things pointing in, in Detroit's way. Obviously, Mahomes could just come in and, and dump six touchdowns on him and the Chiefs win 45-21. to 21. But I, I think that the Lions have a nice shot in this game.
2: Yeah, I absolutely think the Lions have a nice shot in this game. I think this is a game where, for the first time in my career as a fan of the Lions, I'm going to say, you know, I believe, in, I believe Matt Patricia will, will draw up a defensive scheme that will be not necessarily like Patrick Mahomes has been against every other team. He plays seemingly like a hot knife through butter. Um, I think these dome comments about how old, oh, He's he's going to be a lot better because they're in a dome. He's never played in a dome. That's nonsense. It's September. It's but I'm not saying you're saying that. But the fact that that statistic even really matters, like it's like oh well, watch out. He's in a dome. It's like I don't think that I think that's complete hogwash. Um, I think that this Lions team is going to come out extremely motivated. I think they're definitely playing with with a huge chip on their shoulder. They're continuously getting overlooked, Um, and we're going to be in the building, man. I mean we're going to be. Boots on ground, in the building. Um, I just have a very good feeling going into this game. I, I understand the Chiefs are an extremely good team. Um, I, if I was setting the line, I'd probably set it at six or six and a half. I, oh, I totally get that. But I just think the Lions are playing with a lot of mojo, and this, this could be could very well be a trap game for the Chiefs on the road.
1: I would like to ask how – I mean – to me, I just don't. I can't see any world really in which the Lions are going to hold the Chiefs to under 26 points. And I, I mean, maybe that could just be some shocking, some shocking bias on my part. But I just think that you know, I mean, obviously the dome, the dome comment to go back to that isn't the end-all, be-all. But we know that high-flying offenses like that usually have more success in a dome. And the fact that this offense has been as unprecedented and as high-powered as it as it's been really in and hasn't, you know, been on that dome surface yet, I think definitely it means something, and it, it, it at the very least, means that this team, I mean, Mahomes is on pace for, for 60 touchdowns this year. I just don't see what's going to change, and what the Lions have on defense that's going to, you know, lead to some off game for Mahomes, I guess is what I, I my think, point is. I think is.
0: The, the, the chance for under 26 points, honestly, is in the crowd, man. I, the Chiefs haven't played this year in, uh, in in a real hostile environment. Obviously, they went to Oakland, but Oakland doesn't have a lot of juice behind them. I think that this crowd could be um, on another level in terms of noise. I don't think it's going to be easy for them to necessarily operate there. And I think the Lions' defense is pretty good. They bend, but they don't exactly break. They, get, they put on the clamps when they get down in the red zone. I could see uh, here, you know, Harrison Butker going out there and kicking a few too many field goals. And, and that's where I kind of think it lies. And I also think it lies in the Lions maybe getting off to a hot start on offense and kind of letting Patricia really empty that playbook uh, defensively.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, they're definitely going to have to do that because the Chiefs' defense, outside of their, their pass rush, really, outside of Chris Jones and Frank Clark, I think, is incredibly vulnerable, and, and that's kind of why I think if they want to have a chance at winning this game, it's really going to come down to, like you said, Clep, this, this team's abysmal at stopping the run. on Johnson needs to have a big day, and at the end of the day, Stafford's going to have to throw for four touchdowns, I think, at least, and they're going to have to – because, I mean – I, don't th- I, I mean, I guess what I would say is I don't think that... I think the Lions can can win in a shootout, potentially, with the Chiefs. Uh, so I guess, I mean, I would only curb what you guys are saying to a certain extent in the fact that I don't think that the Lions really have a chance at at holding this team under 30 points. I don't think that
2: necessarily holding them under 26 is the key. I think the Lions could win this game 31-28 or, or 35-33 or something like that. I think it could be somewhat of a shootout. Um... And I, I just don't really fear the Chiefs' defense that much. I think that the Lions are going to make plays against the Chiefs' defense. And as long as the Lions can dominate the time of possession and keep the ball out of Mahomes' hands, I mean, if he's not on the field, he can't really make that many plays. So there's going to be a game plan, and I trust the Lions coaches more now than I ever have in, in, this, in this coaching group's tenure. And I just think that the game I, – I, I give Klepp credit for what he said. I think that dome is going to be crazy – uh, they don't that that noise doesn't get out of there. It's a dome, so maybe that'll be a negative effect on Patrick Mahomes' first game in a dome. I don't know, but we'll be there and uh, the clash of the undefeated, Man, these are two teams that are definitely really hungry, and I just think that the Lions. I don't know. It, it could be you know other things at play, like Club was saying that you know he, he believes in uh, he believes in in energy when it comes to when it comes to the football gods sometimes. So. I'm definitely and, excited and don't, for the matchup. Hey,
0: I'm just put, putting everyone on, on notice here. Watch out for a tweet between the hour of like 11 a.m. And, and 12 noon where I, uh, off a few modelos, make my survivor pick of the week, the Lions. Just, just be on watch for that.
2: <laughs> I'm going to try to keep it him, could him, very I'm gonna well keep ca- Man, I'm going to try to cage the animal for as long as I can. <laughs> I'm going to keep that animal caged, and right when 1 o'clock hits. The gatekeeper is going to come
1: unlock the door. When, when Connor Ryan comes in not making eye contact at the group, it's going to hit a boiling point. Everyone's going to go nuts. Everyone's going to go nuts when, when that mop of hair walks through the doors. But, I mean, in all seriousness, I, I'm clearly on the Chiefs. I'm on them big. I think they're going to win by double digits. And I think that they have... Uh, an advantage you know outside of defense especially on offense and especially in coaching really over the lions and i think that this is where the lions if we're if we're holding them that standard are going to be revealed as the paper tiger that they are and if i'm wrong and they aren't i think this team should uh has super bowl aspirations and 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 should you know is right there with with green bay and especially minnesota in this i don't think
2: there can i don't think there can be that big of a
1: swing my dude I think that If they hold the Chiefs to under 26 points. I think points you're literally saying win. they're either
2: going to be what you thought they were, which is like a six-win team, or they're going to be a Super Bowl team, all on one game.
1: Yeah, if, 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 they, if they win convincingly and hold that offense under 30 points, I'll give you four more points in 26. Like I said, I, I think I, they're guaranteed to score 30 points, I think. So I think it really starts from there and how their offense is going to operate. Uh, yeah, so I guess that's where I, that's where I stand.
0: Lee, if you had to uh, put the favorite, the Vegas favorite on the sea guys to be removed by stadium security, who would that be? And then, uh, if it, <laughs> and then, who's 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 the you know dark horse with you know some good money available that that
2: might? might... Deeks will be the favorite because uh-huh. of his volatility, and I'd say Dustin would probably be second just because he's always trying to make that big splash play. He's always trying to you know, and he might just get caught by security. Underrated, I'd say Jonah would be an underrated pick possibly as someone who not fully invested in the Lions. So I don't know, maybe I'm going out there with it a little bit, but could be just pounding some brews, hanging out at one point, and then the next point, you know, he doesn't have a rooting interest, finds himself rooting for KC, maybe getting into some verbal altercations. Um, So I think Jonah
1: would be an interesting play uh, deep deep there on the sheet. I think if the game goes how I'm saying and the Chiefs are dominating, then Jonah's a lock. To either get taken out by security or Kleps knocking him out, right in whatever row you're in. He's gonna get taken down by,
2: by Burly Boy Klepp. There's a lot of candidates. I, I'm forgetting, you know, Charlie Brown could be a dark horse. Charlie Brown after the Michigan-middle Tennessee state game was a sight to see. I'll tell you something, man. He had some he had some passion walking in the streets of Ann Arbor. He was kicking down construction signs. He said, I've been here for, for four freaking years. We're never going to beat Ohio. We, we put, we're putting this load of crap on the field. He was right for the most part, but he was getting after it, man. I'm surprised that uh, the Ann Arbor PD didn't, didn't slow his rope a little bit because he was, he was getting physical. But Dietz is like minus 300. <laughs> <laughs> Dietz is going to be chest bumping like a baboon you know, in the third quarter. After <laughs>
0: There is. It is also. It's Oktoberfest themed. There's there's five dollar beer stalls uh, stationed throughout the the Ford Field confines. Uh, it's gonna be a heck of a time up in section three thirty eight. So uh, if anyone uh, Back judge fans want to come say hi, we're we're row fourteen.
1: Row fourteen, is there, baby. Is there a, is there a prop on on Deets to uh, have an accident? Have a little. Uh, <laughs> Have an accident down, <laughs> down low with, it with a number two, potentially? There's a lot of bathrooms in Ford Field.
2: I think Dietz will be fine. Will be fine. <laughs> I think maybe Dietz is, is only going to be, what, like a, like half a week off probation? There might be a little accident the other way. That kid pulls Trigg like no other.
0: <laughs> He'll probably pull Trigg before half You half-time. know he's going to be packing a lip, though.
2: He'll <laughs> Dietz wants all the vices. <laughs>
0: Well, it should be an exciting one, man. I'm, I'm picking the Lions, baby, in my pick in my pick 'em this them week. I'm, there. I'm, I'm on the Lions, baby.
1: I'm there. I'll I'm gladly all in. be on Chiefs Island. I will gladly catch sun rays on Chiefs Island.
0: Uh, it should Go be a fun one. I, Go back I, I'm, to school.
1: Go buy yourself a chalkboard.
2: <laughs> buy yourself a chalkboard. You need a chalkboard I'll, I'll, behind I'll be... you. That needs to be your portrait. <laughs>
0: Well, uh, I'll, I'm sure that uh, you know, we'll be taking some pictures and might, might have a little bit of a you know, week four post on the back judges about the experience in the uh, Harbor House parking lot. And I'm going to fire off a tweet at Mr. Uh, Bob Carlton. See if you will be in the D. Come swing by.
2: I do, I do want to wrap this up with one question, non sequitur kind of, that I thought was kind of interesting. And I, don't, and I don't necessarily fully know how to answer, but I think I know how to answer. But I want to hear what you guys have to say. If you could if you could start your franchise, you have the number one pick in the draft of the last two years. So let's say we're talking Kyler, Daniel Jones, Haskins, Baker, Darnold, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Josh Rosen. You have the number one pick out of all those guys at quarterback. Who who are you taking?
0: Darnold. I think I take Kyler would be second.
1: Yeah, I'm with you, Klepp. I think yeah. I'd take Donald too, but, but Ky- I mean, it's re- kind of a coin flip between Kyler and Donald and what offense you're trying to run and, you know, what you're trying to do. But those are definitely the two, 1A and 1B for me.
2: Yeah. I'd go with Kyler with Darnold second, I think. Yeah. But, but yeah, I was definitely interested to hear uh, your guys' take. Thought maybe I'd get Klepp from the top rope saying, Allen. Sir. <laughs> <laughs> Or just, or just from the even higher top
1: rope saying rock. Yeah, true <laughs> well, I mean, if anyone's going to come from the top row, it's, it's Lee and the Will Greer camp. I mean, come on. you gotta, you got to be up in arms, and he's not starting over Kyle Allen. I don't know. Give him time
2: to develop. I was shocked. I was kind of shocked. I thought that was Greer's job. I thought he was the backup.
1: He really didn't have a great preseason, though. No. no. Kyle Allen also, I mean, is, in, is very talented, five-star yeah, he Kyler his... got him to transfer though. Kyler got him to transfer from Tampa. Well, yeah, that he was never—he was—he
2: was undrafted, man. He didn't really like pop at any point. He's like, he just like went back to his high school self for this game and started just balling. You know, you got to give him credit. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's gonna last very long. I think Greer may start. I, I, I would go as far as to say I don't. Th- I think Greer may be getting starting snaps before the season ends, just because. They might just be in a hodgepodge of, of things not working.
0: And uh, I'll, t- I'll tell you what, Tommy. Lions, Lions come out of this game with a win against the Chiefs. I'm there week 11, Ford Field, when the boys come to town.
1: I want you there regardless, man. I mean, I don't, I don't like that. But but uh, either way, I mean, that'd be great. We, we want you there regardless. We got uh, we got Simple Math Hutton Baker coming in for Thanksgiving. Rumor is we're going to be there Thanksgiving Day. Uh, Against the Bears, so we'll see. Might have a those rumors. Have, those rumors have I, I was down. gonna,
0: I was gonna put in a little request to ABC7, maybe go to that game too. So hey, could be, uh, could be a time.
2: Up. Club's got the inside connections. He yeah. does. Club's gonna get us all tickets.
1: <laughs> well, he's gonna be in the press box lodging though. It's, it's a miracle
0: they let me in.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's man. gonna turn to like the blue, the Honolulu blue Hulk during the game. He won't be able to help himself. <laughs> All right, well, oh. rookie, big, pleasure talking so to you, boys.
0: Big. The pop, Goliath.